0: Great privilege to come the Sunday after Christmas. A great sigh of relief. (sighs) We're here. We survived. We're at the close of a year that uh, none of us could have predicted. And we're looking into the coming days in a new year. And I feel like the Lord would like to talk to us for just a few moments this morning I want you to go with me to the book of Psalms 103 Psalms 103 and I am going to read the whole passage if you get tired and you need to be seated you can it's only 22 verses but I'm going to read from the 20 from the the, the passion translation it uh, puts it in terms that seem to speak more clearly to me this morning psalms 103 beginning with verse 1 and it's the passion translation so if you have king james it'll be different they may be able to put it up on the screen here i don't know it's, if we have that one yet but let me read it to you it says with my whole heart with my whole life and with my innermost being I bow in wonder and love before you, the holy God. Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you've done for me? You kissed my heart with forgiveness. In spite of all I've done, you healed me inside and out from every disease. You've rescued me from hell and saved my life. You've crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my ever desire with good things. You've supercharged my life so that I soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. You're a God who makes things right. Giving justice to the defenseless. You unveiled to Moses your plans and showed Israel's sons what you could do. Lord, you're so kind and tender-hearted to those who don't deserve it and so patient with people who fail you. Your love is like a flooding river overflowing its banks with kindness. You don't look at us only to find our faults just so that you can hold a grudge against us. You may discipline us for our many sins, but never as much as we really deserve. Nor do you get even with us for what we've done. Verse number 11 said, higher than the highest heavens, that's that how high your tender mercies are, are extend. Greater than the grandeur of heaven above is the greatness of your loyal love towering over all. Who fear you and bow down before you. Father? Farther than from a sunset to sunset. That's how far you've removed our guilt from us. The same way a loving father feels toward his children. But that's a sample of your tender feelings toward us your beloved children who live in all of you. You know all about us inside and out. You are mindful that we're made from dust. Our days are so few and our momentary beauty so swiftly fades away. Then all of a sudden we're gone like grass clippings blown away in a gust of wind. Taken away in our appointment with death. Leaving nothing to show that we were here. But Lord your endless love stretches from one Eternity to the other, unbroken and unrelenting toward those who fear you and those who bow face down in awe before you. Your faithfulness to keep every gracious promise you've made passes from parents to children to grandchildren and beyond. You are faithful to all those who follow your ways and keep your word. God's heavenly throne is eternal. It's secure and it's strong. And His sovereignty rules the entire universe. So bless the Lord, all His messengers of power. For you are His mighty heroes who listen intently to the voice of His word to do it. Bless and praise the Lord, you mighty warriors. Ministers who serve Him well and fulfill His desires. Verse 22 said, I will bless and praise the Lord with my whole heart. Let all His works throughout the earth, wherever His dominion stretches, let everything bless the Lord. I think we ought to do that right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I could really have just taken the song list today and let that have been my subject because every song that we have sang this morning is in my text. But go with me, if you will, for a few moments and let's talk about How to end an old and how to begin anew. Amen. Will you do that with me? How to to end the old and how to begin the new. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. What a great presence of the Lord is in this place. Amen. Are you thankful just to be in the house of the Lord? Come on. Let's just clap our hands to the Lord and praise Him for a moment. Hallelujah. Ah, yes. Some of you look like you're still unwrapping Christmas presents. Or some of you look like you're trying to still wrap some of them. It's over. It's over. Put it away. Put it aside. Come on. Come on to church for just a few moments. I I will not be lengthy today, I don't think, unless the Lord decides otherwise. But just a few days we're going to bid farewell to 2020 and open our hearts and lives to 2021. For some people they may say good riddance because 2020 has been a year unlike any other in our memory. It gave a great theme for life 2020. I heard so many Uh, little things that were used in reference to that 2020 vision and so forth but you know what with all the 2020 vision we had January of 2020 I don't think anybody foresaw what we went through I don't think anybody could have predicted what we have had to uh, experience this year and it has come to a close and everybody say hallelujah Hallelujah. (laughs) amen amen hallelujah A new year is going to begin. Hallelujah. We ought to feel that way about every day. This day is kind of lived through today. I've got another day tomorrow to look forward to. The Lord wills. I'm going to say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to give thanks to Him. The events of the past year are going to soon pass into history. Certainly it will be remembered as a year of years. But I have been thinking over the last few days, when you look back over this year and through the lens of its perspective that it has given to us, what are some of the lessons that we have learned in 2020? What has this year taught us? And how can we apply what we have learned? I think for all of us, 2020 has taught us to never take anything for granted. Never take anything. Anything for granted. As you look back over the year, you've come to realize how quickly life can change. In a moment, our world was turned upside down. And things happen, unpredictable, unplanned, uh, unexpected things. And so life can change so very quickly. I believe that's why it's so important that we value the moments that we have that we value the moments that we have, that we value not just the years, but the moment, that we learn how to be thankful for what we have in the present and not take anything for granted. I have learned this about life, that I must be thankful for what I have. Even though it may be imperfect, I can be thankful for what I have. And I believe we've all learned some things this year about life. I think one of the things that we've learned is to value what is really important. Life can get really cluttered. And uh, the more social we become, the more cluttered our lives are. Some people are more affected by the thumbs up or thumbs down on their Facebook or postings of social media. So much so that it will send them into depression if they don't get the right kind of response. And yet when life began to turn upside down this year for many and all of us, I I would say that there were many things that we thought we had to have. We learned we could live without. But there were some things that were essential. You remember that word popping up? Essential businesses. We have learned what is essential this year. And I hope that you have understood through the whole process that church is an essential business. Yes, it is. This is a place where God can help lift us up. Together we are bound with cords of love. We've learned how to discern what is essential. Always be thankful for what we have, even if it's imperfect. And how how will this year end? That's what I have been thinking over the last few days. How do I want this year to end? I, I don't want this year to end in just a spit of fear or doubt or worry or anxiety. I don't want to just close out the year with some festive little get-together, maybe smaller than normal. I I don't want to just be with my family, although I cherish my family. There there are some other things that I want to end this year with and I want to begin the, the, the new year with. I don't want to go through life. And not realize where my blessings come from. And I don't want to go through life and not recognize that I have blessings all around me. That when I look back over the span of my life, I see the hand of God at every juncture. Even when I thought there was no way, when I look back now, I see the footprints in the sand And there may have only been one set of them, but they were his prints, not mine, because he carried me through that place. He got me to where I am today. And so my question to you this morning is this. what, What is the best way to end this year? And how do I want to begin the coming new year? I want to close out this year, and I want to begin the new year with an enlarged capacity for the supernatural. They sang about it just a moment ago. A wilderness. A wilderness is not a place any of us covet. It's not a place we go to visit. It's not on the top ten list of vacation spots in the world. And yet in life, every person Under the sound of my voice is going to go through some kind of wilderness experience. You're going to be finding life hard and difficult. And God is going to seem to be nowhere to be found. And yet the reality is that He is very present in that moment of my life. And I need to become more aware of that. I need to become more aware that there is supernatural power all around me, no matter the situation or the setting of my life, that God is there. And I want to recognize the unexpected place of blessing that God brings to my life. Jeremiah said it like this in chapter 31 and 4. He said, Thus saith the Lord, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness. Even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. Grace in the wilderness. That no matter my circumstances, no matter where life takes me, there is no place that is so desolate that you cannot find God there. There is no place so dry and arid, so dreadful that you cannot know His presence. That in the wilderness you can find grace. I believe some of us have experienced that this year. When we felt alone and isolated It's amazing how God comes in at that moment and lets me know I'm here. You're not alone. It may look bleak. It may look dreary. It may not be your desired location. But I just want you to know you're not alone. I'm here with you. And I will be with you to the end. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord and give Him praise. Praise God. I want before this year is over, I want to make His presence my priority in my life. I want to make His presence my priority. Psalms 100 said, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God and it is He that hath made us. And not we ourselves. We are His people. We are His people. We are His people. We are His people. And we are the sheep of His pasture. (sighs) Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And into His courts with praise. Be thankful and bless His name. Hallelujah. Oh God help me. As I move toward the close of this year. To let a spirit of thanksgiving. Thankful for what? Thankful that I'm still here. Thankful that God has kept his hand upon me. As broken as I may seem. I'm still here to lift my voice. I'm still here to praise him and give him glory. I want his presence to be a priority in my life. Every day I want to be aware that He's there. He is here with me right now. He is here with me. And I want to make thanksgiving the focus of my life. I want to be a a man of thanksgiving. Continually giving thanks unto the Lord. You know sometimes... We are people who can thank Him when things are going well. But when things are not going too well, it's hard to get those words out of our mouth. But I want to be thankful on a good day and on the bad days. I want to lift my voice and say, I thank you, Lord. I enter your gates with thanksgiving and I come into your courts in praise. I want to learn as I close this year to trust God's plan for my life. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your hearts. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord. And I will turn away your captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place which I called you to be carried away captive from. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, your plans for me, they are always true. You say, Brother Hughes, did God really plan all of this? If you believe that scripture, then there has to be an understanding that that was part of God's plan. I don't understand God's plan. I just know this, I can live God's plan if I trust Him. If I have my confidence in Him, if I'm not doubting Him or questioning Him, I can let Him lead me. And I can follow in His steps. God has plans for my life and yours. And they are good plans. And I want to ever be mindful of those plans. And I want to trust His plan. I don't always understand it. But I want to trust His plans. Amen. I want to be more thankful. I want to be more grateful. I want less griping in my life. I want that to be a focus. I want less complaining. I want less murmuring. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. I want to end this year with more thankfulness. I want to end this year with more gratitude. I want to close out this year with more graciousness in my life toward other people. You know, when you get locked into a house, when you're in lockdown and you have to live with each other, (laughs) hello, yeah. You learn things you didn't want to learn. You found out how annoying Somebody can be that you love so dearly. <laughs> oh yeah, don't say he didn't say that. He did say that. You can learn just how thin your skin really is. Oh yeah, I know some of you are saying, okay, brother you just go to the next point. Go to the next point. But I... Purpose. I want my heart to be more thankful, and I want to be more grateful. But more important than that, I want to learn to be more gracious in the way that I treat people. Thessalonians said, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I want to be thankful for the people who loved me. You know, it takes a lot for some people to love us. But they do. Now, I know all of you have halos on this morning. Some of them are a little tilted. And some of them are a little tarnished. But I'm preaching to myself now. My halo is missing right now. And if you want to... If you want a confirmation of that, just ask my wife. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to be thankful for the people that in spite of all of my hangups and all of my little quirks and all of my idiosyncrasies and all of the things that just irritate, I want to be thankful for the people that loved me. Every time I come to church, it's a joyful experience for me. It may be a burden for you, but it's joy. When I walk through those doors and I see you here, my heart lifts up into another level. Why? Because I know I'm coming into a congregation of people that love me and that care for me and they pray for me. I want to be thankful for that. I'm thankful for you today. I'm thankful for what you represent in my life. And I want to look around all of my life and I want to say to all of you, Thank you for loving me in spite of my faults and my flaws. Hallelujah. I want to be thankful for the one who found me. When I was lost and I was undone, he cared for me, he came for me, he loved me. Oh, yes. Now, he's one that knows more than even your spouse knows. He knows more than the closest of people. He knows the inward thought. He knows the hidden issues in my life. And though I may keep those from my loved ones, He sees all of those. But in spite of all of those flaws and all of those hiccups and all of those hangups in my life, the Lord still loved me and I want to stop a moment and say thank you God. Thank you for loving me. Loving me through the pain. Loving me through my ugliness. Loving me through my faults and loving me through my failures. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Amen. I want want to be thankful for the power that has liberated me. Now, I know some of you have had the Holy Ghost a long time, but does anybody remember the night you received the Holy Ghost? Do you remember that night? Oh, do you remember the feelings? Does anybody, some of you don't act like you remember that. Do you still have it? Do you remember that night? Or has it been so long removed from your memory? Maybe you need to nurse that memory back to health. Because I want to look back on my life and I want to remember that He was faithful to me then and He liberated me. He broke bondage in my life. He broke chains that bound me. He set me free and I am thankful for that today. Oh yes. Oh yeah, I see you dressed up in your pretty dress and your nice suit or your good clothes and you say, oh look at me. But where would I be today with not for the mercy of God and the grace of God? I want to be thankful for the prayers that have lifted me. Have you ever been going through a difficult time in your life and for some unknown reason out of nowhere you just feel like something picked you up? That's prayer at work. That somewhere, somebody is praying for you. You say, but I didn't tell anybody. You don't have to tell anybody. God has ways of getting messages to people that are across the planet on another side of the world. They can come to the Lord in prayer and say, God, I don't know what that man needs, but I pray you'll dispatch angels into his house today. I don't know what that man's going through, but I pray you'll send your presence to fill his life. And God does that. How many times have we been desirous of a word and a phone call came and said, I was just thinking about you. Somebody reaches out that we hadn't expected or heard from in a long time and they said, I was just thinking about you the other day and I started praying. I've had several times this year where people have texted me and said, Pastor, I just wanted you to know your, your name came before me this morning and I lifted you up in prayers. I haven't heard from those people in years. I'm thankful for the prayers that have lifted me this year. Is anybody here thankful for those? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you were at your lowest, when you were down, when you were discouraged, something lifted you and kept you going. I want to be thankful for the peace that outlasts the pain and the problems. Amen. Do You remember what it was like that first weekend, that second weekend, the isolation, the loneliness, and all of that? And yet God was there. And here we are at the end of the year. The peace of God in this place has outlasted the pain. It's outlasted the problem. And I have news for you. It doesn't matter what happens tomorrow or the next day or the next day or the next day. His peace will always be greater than my problems. His peace will always be greater than the issues in my life. And if I can learn to relax and rest in His peace, He will keep me. He will keep me. I want to be thankful for the problems that have taught me something. My dad said this way. He said, they learned me something. They learned me something. I learned some things this year. I learned that you can survive the storms. Amen. I've learned that you can shake the snake off into the fire. Even when those things attach themselves to you and you feel like you're done in, you can take it to the fire. And you can shake those things off. I am thankful. I am thankful for what I have learned this year. Maybe it wasn't the way I wanted to learn it, but I pray that I have learned it well. I want to live courageously, not cowardly. First Peter 5, five said, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore before the under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Philippians 4 and 4 said, Rejoice in the Lord always. Amen. As I come to the close of this year, I want to learn how to live more courageously. And I'm closing with these thoughts. As I come to the close of this year and I look to the beginning of the new, I want to do what Paul admonished us to do in Philippians 3, 13, 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. At the end of this year, I want there to be a forgetting of things. Amen. The forgetting of things that are past. Letting go. The past with its pain, its failure, its sorrows, its unhappiness, its hurts, its regrets. Forget that garbage. Forget that baggage. Let go of it. Let it be what it is. The past. And let's turn our face toward the future. And at the end of this year, I want to find myself reaching. Reaching for greater things. Reaching for more of Him. Reaching for a higher calling. Reaching for that which is above. Reaching for that which is better. Striving toward that upward calling. Embracing that point of view turning our focus from the failures of the past to the opportunities of the present. Amen. When Jesus came down the seashore on this particular day, Peter and John and his friends, they were washing their nets. They had been out for a long night of fishing. Jesus had a crowd with him. He was teaching. And so he asked to borrow their boat. And Peter Gave him permission to use his boat. He said, launch out a little from the shore. And so he launched out. Jesus taught, no one knows what the length of the sermon. But at some time he came to an end. And then he turns to Simon Peter and he said, launch out into the deep for a great drought of fish. Now I want you to get this picture in your mind. Here Peter is washing the nets product of emptiness, failure. He had not caught one fish all night. And yet when the Lord came to him that day, he was more interested in his future than he was in his past. Do you hear me, Greater Life Church? God is more interested in your future than he is in your past. I don't care what failures are back there. I'm just telling you God is calling you. And he's saying, come on, let's go upward. Let's reach upward. Let's move out. Let's go a little deeper. Let's expect God to do greater things in our midst. Let's stand together right now. Turning our focus from the failures of the past to the opportunities of the present. That's what I want to happen the end of this year the beginning of the new I want to let go and I want to reach I want to let go and I want to reach you know this morning what it is that you need to let go of you know what it is whether it's a fear or a doubt or a worry or an anxiety I don't know what it is but you can trust Him. You can trust His plan for your life. But would you do a favor to yourself, to your family, to your church, to God? Let go. Just open your hands and let it go. And then turn and start reaching. Say, but that's, that's, that's my failures. That's, that's, that's who I am. No, that's not who you are. This is what you can be. Turn your eyes toward that which is before you. Amen. We can't go back and undo anything. We can't go back and unlive anything. You can say, I'm sorry. And you might need to do that. You you can say, forgive me. And you probably need to do that. You can say, cleanse me. And he will certainly do that. But at the end of this year and the beginning of the new I want to go out of this year with thanksgiving in my heart. I want to go out of this year with gratitude in my spirit. I want to go out of this year with graciousness in my being. I want to move out of this year reaching, reaching, reaching. Hallelujah. I want to enter into the new year with thankfulness in my heart. I want to enter into the new year with graciousness in my life. I want to enter the new year with gratefulness in my being. I want to enter into this new year reaching, reaching for that which is before me. Amen. Some of you need to turn around. I don't mean physically in this building, but spiritually you need to turn around. Get your eyes off of back there. Come on, God's got a place to take us. He's got plans for us yes he does he's got plans for us Amen. amen amen I know some of you are not comfortable and I don't want to make any of you uncomfortable but if you would find a place stretch out across here move out in the aisle you don't have to be close to somebody if you don't want to do anything you can stay right where you are but I want us to close this service with a, with a time of prayer God help me my attitude and my spirit my mind and my heart. Lord I want it I want it focused on the right things. I want it directed in the right direction. I want my heart tuned to those things that are true and worthy and honorable. Lord I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want to humble myself before your mighty hand. I want to thank you for every blessing, every mercy. I want to thank you for your goodness, Lord. I want to thank you for your hand that has ever been upon me, oh God. You crown the year with goodness. You crown the year with good blessings, Lord. I want to thank you for it. I want to thank you for the people that have loved me, Lord. I want to thank you for the people that have walked beside me. I want to thank you, Lord, for your your, your spirit that has freed me, oh, liberated my soul. my soul. I want to thank you, Lord. Lord I want to thank you, Lord. Lord every mountain, every valley, every trial, every trouble. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, I'm sure of this one thing. He which hath begun work in me shall finish it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I will bless the Lord.